Hi, Richard. Good Thank evening. You. Good evening. Thank you for joining me. And uh, it, it was such a, um, I, and I'm really honest here, it was really wonderful to meet you a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago. In, well, it was a uh, nice weekend, Republic. wasn't it? I <laughs> it really was... enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. I, I did too. And it was, it was wonderful. Like that first evening before, you know, before the first day mm. when we met in that, that little restaurant there and you sat mm. across from me with your beautiful sideburns. I was very impressed. <laughs> yeah, they, this, this is what this was a, a request from my wife. <laughs> she said, uh, "Nobody, why doesn't anybody have sideburns anymore?" <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and uh, the uh, uh, it seems to be uh, um, it seems to be helpful when you're wearing a mask. Okay. <laughs> No, I, I thought it, it had a really, you had a really good look and it was very, uh, very nice. You, you um, I mean, this is, this is kind of, I guess it's obvious that people who are good with words, who are writers also have a good voice. Um, but I was very impressed by your voice and by your, um, yeah, by your, I don't know what the right word is, uh, dialect. Um, is that, is, is that the right word in English to use for, the kind of English you speak? Uh, it's not, well, it's, I hope it's a lack of dialect. <laughs> this is a, 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 an interesting subject because um, when, uh, when I was at school and afterwards, uh, any kind of regional dialect was uh, regarded as not conducive to getting on in life you were uh, um, you, were, you were required to learn a neutral English it's called received pronunciation and so we all did that but nowadays it's completely different if uh, if uh, uh, when you 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 talk to people uh, at uh, in, in sort of official positions they're usually proud to demonstrate where they come from, what part of the British Isles, uh, by means of their dialect, their accent, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, this, was, this is something completely new to me. I, I, I remember a couple of years ago uh, trying to get a new passport, a new British passport online, mm -hmm. and uh, the guy I spoke to at the passport office had such a strong uh, Belfast accent, Northern Irish accent, I couldn't actually understand him. And uh, I, I kept asking him to uh, uh, speak. Wait. Yes, please. I kept asking him to uh, speak more clearly, yes. and he got quite offended and thought I was being uh, discriminating, you know. And that, 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 that wouldn't have happened when I was... Uh, uh, a, a young lad that everybody tried to sp speak a sort of neutral English, which is silly, really, because if you come from Scotland or Ireland or the south of England, like me, and you talk with a, a like Robert Fripp does, actually, well, he's a sort of 
little bit of a homely down down south accent, and it's 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 nice, you know. It's it's uh, why why try and hide it? Why should everybody speak the same? But I've got it. I've got it in. I've just got it in my head now. I I can't change it now. I sort of try and I try to speak without any kind of regional accent. Accent. It's it's funny that you say and describe it that way because um, it's it's sounds a little bit like the idea of Hochdeutsch. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. and and there is, I think, there's quite a quite a bit of similarity in the in the kind of like how the voice is being used in in uh, you know in your kind of English and uh, my kind of German, and also mm -hmm. your kind of your kind of German. Yes, well, I, as I already said to you, I never learned uh, Bavarian. You know, uh, uh, even after forty years, I still can't. I can't get it right. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. um, and uh, uh, the uh, but it, if, if I spent some time in, in Berlin and Hamburg over the years, then I start I start talking German like those those folks do up there. Anyway, it's a. Uh, It, it's the, it's the, it was a it was a requirement of 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 um, it was I could say I could call it a, a career requirement to 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 speak neutral neutral English. It was it's expected of you then, and we, that's what was uh, we 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 you know it was uh, sort of forced upon us at school. Um, but I I don't think it's a I don't think it's any particular advantage really. You know. You you uh, you should be able to uh, uh, express your identity. It's 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 where you come from is is part of who you are. I, I don't see why why you should deny that. I I agree, I agree. Even even though I think there is there's an advantage, um, um, at least like with Hochdeutsch, where it's just something where you're basically meeting somebody. Um, mm, you know without with less prejudice maybe yeah mm -hmm. uh that that yeah it's a big question it depends on the situation i th i certainly have to say that uh, it's extremely difficult to uh, write lyrics in 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 high german I, I, correct german grammatically correct german it's a real barrier to uh, uh Expressing yourself li literally simply because the language is so precise. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, uh, so that all the, the you know either you, you know you sing in Kölsch or, or Austrian or Bavarian or, or Platt or, or the, the songs seem to work better mm -hmm. because you can find ways around. Oh yeah, you can find ways around this this grammatical precision that's. Uh, I mean, some people do it. I think is is this right that, um, for example, uh, uh, there, 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 there are some there are some very few, presumably well well educated pop singers who can write uh, write pop songs in German and they sound convincing. Like uh, what's his name? Oh shit! <laughs> uh, uh, the 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 the. Uh, The, the use of the use of correct German in a song is a um, it means that you you really have to know your stuff. I think I get this impression. I've tried it and I can't do it. I can't I can't write in can't write lyrics in German. 
And you know, I've, I've never even thought about it. I think it's just, uh, it may just be true. But then when you're, when you're looking at like traditional, traditional songs, German songs or um, classical, like, like uh, the Kunstlied, for example, like Schubert stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it certainly works, but it, it sort of like has to go with, with the with the correct uh, like correct or the right kind of music, let's say, um, yeah. for, for pop music, yeah, you know, for for pop music, there was a little bit of this revolution when you had uh, like uh, in the early nineties, like Xavier Naidu or something, people starting yeah. to sing in in German, and it was it was basically just an update of Schlagermusik, right? Good, yeah, right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Grönemeyer, he he can do it. But, but yes. I mean, he's a he's a sort of a, quite a well-educated chap, and he but it's it, but it's not easy. Uh, uh, and uh, I know that, uh, for example, sort of rock and blues music down here in Bavaria. Uh, uh, there's there's quite a strong tradition uh, now of, of um, blues Bavarian blues songs. They certainly don't work in in. They certainly wouldn't work in in in, in high German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. But uh, like like how many um, um, words? How many how many songs have you written in your life? Do you know the number? Uh, the um, well, I've got. Oh, I don't know exactly how many, but I know I've got more than four hundred uh, copyrights registered with with Gamer. These mm-hmm. these are lyrics that published lyrics, mm-hmm. and how many I've written? It must be about four times that because wow. so much stuff gets swept under the carpet or forgotten or or, or thrown away or. or Whatever uh, um, you you just have to keep um, you know throwing stuff at the wall and hoping that some of it sticks. This is in fact the definition of being a professional lyricist. <laughs> you mm-hmm. just have to keep writing stuff in 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 the hope that. Uh, um, I mean I mean nowadays I can I'm in the position now that I can try and make sure when I write for somebody that at least I've got the guarantee that it's going to appear, that it's going to come out, it's going to be released. But that wasn't always the case. I just had to do it. I just had to write, write. Somebody gave me a, a cassette tape and, and said, try something with this. And I tried something and hoped that it was, hoped that it was going to happen. Um, otherwise, I don't see any other, unless you've got a, a, a unless you're sort of Bernie, Bernie Taupin, Bernie Taupin working with Elton John, I don't see any other way of making a, a, a living as a lyricist. You just have to write everything that that, that comes into your um, grasp, you know, that falls into your lap. You have to try and write something. Yeah. And uh, in in the in that great in, in out of this 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 uh, this this avalanche of of, of, of words, uh, some some of, some of the stuff seems to tick. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of um, there may be some colleagues who also write lyrics for all sorts, for lots of different people who disagree with me on this, but uh, that, that was the way I did it. 
just particularly in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I just wrote stuff for anybody who'd, who'd send me a tape. Well, almost, almost. I mean, some stuff was obviously not, not viable. And since then, I've been able to say, well, I'm sorry, I, I honestly don't think I can, I can do this. I, I don't find any way in, 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 to get into this music. So, sorry, you try, let somebody else try so it's it's more than four hundred that were uh, published. You say that seems seems a lot to me, but um, like even oh, you know, uh, taking into account that it's been like three decades, um, more than that, right? getting on for five decades now. Uh, wow. The the, uh, the the thing is, you, you know, um, there there the, there was a period when I was working on a sort of um, almost sort of production line basis for various um, productions in Munich for, for um, uh, Ariola and uh, uh, record company for BMG, Ariola and for Ralph Siegel and for uh, uh, and lots of independent things on the side. Um, and uh, it, it has been a, 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 it has been a long time. I mean, you know, I, the, um, it's certainly not the case that the, the 400 or 450 or whatever it is, I honestly don't know how many, that, that, I've, that, are, on, that, are, on, that are registered with Gamer. I, I don't know how many of them um, actually uh, pay the rent. That means uh, it's probably, oh, well, now you can, you can, you can Gamer offers you a, um, a breakdown of your... your um, of your songs, of your yeah. what you've produced, doesn't it? So I, I I had a look at that a couple of times, and um, th there are a couple of hundred things on there. Those are the those are the songs that bring uh, more than just a couple of cents, but probably there's not more than two dozen songs that, that out of all this stuff that actually uh, generates income, you know. And uh, two, two Two dozen is is kind of like a a lot, I would say. Even you know, like it's uh, it, it. I mean, you can you can count yourself lucky to have that many songs that still that still kind of like are being played, right? I do, I do count myself lucky, and uh, uh, you know, the frustrating thing is that you think, um, yeah, and there are. Um, uh, once you realize how this 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 works with the uh, um, with the exploitation of of of, of pop songs uh, over the years you realize just just how lucky you are and you also realize that with a little tiny tiny little bit more luck you could have become a millionaire <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. if if um um if you've got a, a let's say a, half a dozen classics in your um, portfolio as it were yeah you know you're you're you're, you're set up for a, a, an island in the Car caribbean or, <laughs> uh, 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 and and uh, um, yeah i but i i unfortunately i didn't i didn't quite make that i i just had to keep writing all these hundreds of songs and 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 well, i think it's probably about two dozen that actually bring regular, regular income. Yeah. 
and not, not always very much. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes uh, uh, the 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 main uh, the nicest thing that can happen is that the publisher, usually completely independent of the original uh, authors, um, gets uh, uh, synchronization rights for for for. Uh, TV advertising or whatever on the song, and that's like a, a, a that's great because it, the the money just comes out of out of out of thin air. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, 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 a one of my regulars is is a a, a song um, that is regularly used, <laughs> regularly used but in France for a brand of condensed milk, which is. Uh, it just keeps on going and going. They keep using this campaign the, 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 uh, uh, over the years. And King Crimson had did, did I did I mention this when we were talking? King Crimson had um, um, the the beginning of the song Easy Money, even before the song uh, the part where where the actually even before the rhythm starts. It's just the noises, atmospheric stuff at the beginning of the song was used by Toyota for a series of six advertisements for a car called something or other. It didn't even appear in, in Europe. It was a, a, a car for the Japanese market. And they spent a fortune on these ads, which were made by an avant-garde Japanese video artist. It's all complete nonsense. It's a, a, the people, the, the, the scantily clad ladies daubing themselves with paint, jumping up and down on this car. And there's this little bit of King Crimson running at the front. Uh, and, uh, um, it, 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 I mean, it's not, a, it's not a fortune, but it was, it was, they, they certainly spent a lot of money on these 20 seconds of, 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 uh, of, 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 of easy money. Um, and this was like, what, I don't know, 30 years after the, after the recording, you know, uh, that's, that's really weird. That, that, that's, that's, that's about the nicest thing that can happen to you as a lyricist. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's wonderful. It very often. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful yeah, of these structures. If these structures are in place so that something like that can happen and, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the originators like let, get paid, you know, absolutely. You know that nowadays it's not um, it's, it's it's much harder you know, because um, you you need a certain kind of or you need to have had a certain kind of management so that all of these things are in place. And um, this is very true. Um, and I've never had any kind of management. Some something that I often regretted very much indeed. I, I was I wished that I I often thought it would be so great. Um, not just as a lyricist, but as a songwriter in general or as a musician, mm. have somebody, um, management, an, an agent who got, who got me work, mm. um, who fixed me up with stuff. Uh, I often thought that would be really great. Of course, now looking back, I'm glad I didn't because um, the, the, he or she would have, would have only been able to work on the basis of a considerable cut of what I what I was earning, which wasn't yes. very much anyway. Yeah. But it would have made life easier, uh, less stressful. I so I imagine, but I but I I never had anybody like this, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But you nowadays you certainly need somebody. 
to take care of your 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 product i hate to use the word mm-hmm. um to to get it uh, uh to get it out of the people you know to organize all the necessary uh, uh digital uh possibilities of digital exploitation you need help with this richard do, do, do you have help do you have help no no a, it's a, it's, it's it's a never ending nightmare <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah i'm i'm um doing everything myself and i'm currently in the process of reorganizing everything and it's uh it's a challenge really it it really is but um richard something uh different i'm going to ask you here to start the video again because for some reason it it stopped working again so can you see this and i just clicked on it yeah it's just it's just black yeah. Ah no, there you are. Right. Yeah, but it's it's lagging behind quite a bit, but it doesn't matter because like the the voice part of this is the most important. So right. No, no, you've been lagging behind as well. So I I don't know why this is. Is it is it a, a, a sort of um, insufficient connection? Probably I think it should run. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't doesn't matter. Let's not worry about that. <clears throat> yeah so um richard the um i i looked up your um uh, wikipedia page because that is that is kind of like a, an interesting source of information nowadays and uh um the can you still hear me yeah fine i'm i'm still yeah. here and so are you okay and the uh It, it it was interesting to see that you were kind of associated or you were in the band Supertramp like in the late 60s uh, for mm-hmm. one album and um you know like after we had met I I listened I listened to that album and I I kind of liked it I have to say it was uh it was fascinating because I only know the the famous uh really famous Supertramp albums mm-hmm. and um And what what kind of like is so is so fascinating about meeting you, Richard, is that there is like this 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 really good big chunk of time that you've been doing stuff on this planet, uh. and <laughs> and it was um, it it's just it's just so great, uh, you know, like obviously, like because I I have been a King Crimson fan for a long time and have been associated yep. with the band also. Um, it, 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 and I really, I hate to say it, but, you know, the fact to meet somebody who's written the words was maybe even like a stronger uh, uh, aha moment than meeting the people who've written the music <laughs> and uh i don't even know why that is but there's there's something really very direct about language and and mm-hmm. i would like to know um you know with all your experience with words um what is sort of like is there some sort of responsibility you have as a writer of words um to I don't know to do whatever uh, responsibility yeah uh, i i see this uh, first of all the, the i i've certainly always felt a responsibility to whomever was 
singing the song. Mm-hmm. I thought that this this is this is quite a, a, a an invasive thing is putting words into somebody else's mouth. Yeah. Um, and uh, I w- tried to remain uh, sort of authentic to this person. That means I I I, I wanted always pe- people to wh- whoever was singing the song. Uh, I wanted to be able to. Um, I wanted the, 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 this person to um, identify with, with what they were, what was on the piece of paper in front of them. That's that the responsibility, certainly. There's also the responsi- responsibility to the, the band, if it was a band, uh, uh, that, that they get stuff that's respectable and, you know, isn't, is, is, uh, isn't, is, isn't going to... Um, in interfere or or even or even mess up their image or or, or whatever. Although I have had I have been in the situation that people that I wrote for said to me, "We can't do this. We can't do this because it's not us." Okay, you know. Um, but um, I tried to avoid that. I tried to give the right stuff to the right. In, make the right musical in the right musical situation, and to explain this, I have to say that I always write on the basis of a melody. I I I, I don't supply a, a a piece of paper with a, a, a lyric written on it and say, "Look, um, uh, here you are. Can you write something around this?" I know lots of. Um, um, I, I know lots of, of, of songwriters like to work this way. They like to have to start with a lyric and then uh, 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 and then write a song around uh, around those words. But I can't. I don't like doing this. I've never done it, or maybe once or twice. But but it's never been a, a good solution for me. I need the melody. I even following a a, a written uh, score I, I sometimes. Or, but at least a clearly defined, um, a clearly defined recording of a, of a, a, a melody line. I really need that yeah. um, to make it singable, because that's the that's that's the the, the, the craft involved is is making sure that um, that it's singable. I, uh, um, you know, otherwise. It, 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 you, in other words, you have to sort of, you have to sort of, um, sometimes. Uh, I had to throw away sort of fancy ideas because I couldn't find a way to make make them make make it singable. Not that it could, it wouldn't articulate, and. Uh, um, I mean, this sounds very. <laughs> this all sounds very. Um, Idealistic, but in fact, of course, quite often the situation was that 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 I, I was working on uh, was sort of, the, the album would be a dance album and it's, it's recorded in in a set time with a set budget and 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 I'm I'm sitting there in the studio with a with a with a, a young gentleman or a young lady who's trying to who's whose native language is not English 
and uh, is really sure about what how to pronounce the, the stuff. Uh, um, and you just try and find solutions that work in in the terms of that if that uh, um, that 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 musical situation or that that vocal situation or whatever. And of course, you get wrapped up in 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 whether whether the whether he or she can sing or not. And uh, well, let let's say that it's it's a um, it's a big help if you set out to be a pop star. That you can do actually have the talent to, <laughs> to sing in tune, um, which strangely enough, lots of people don't. Lot even lots of very successful people don't, uh, as I discovered to my amusement. It just <laughs> it's very hard work. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, musicians are awful about this, about about sort of um, making slimy comments about. <laughs> people who aren't really aware of what their actual talents uh, are or aren't. Um, I, th I think we, we, should, we should all be very careful about this because um, it's, it's a sort of minefield because uh, the, the uh, uh, I don't know, it, it, I, I can think of lots of, lots of people that I've worked with that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have given a chance to at all. And they became quite sort of, you know, they gave lots of, they gave their audience a lot of pleasure, and 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 uh, I, I'm just being very sort of grumpy and a curmudgeon, standing in the way of that and saying, "Oh, you can't sing! Oh, come on, get get off!" And uh, this is silly. You shouldn't do this. You should always try and you know get the get the best out of the situation. Yeah. So, what was the question again? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just um, um, from you know, like, like kind of like summarizing for myself what you just said. It bas you're basically saying that even though you are a wordsmith, <laughs> to use that word, uh, you uh, you approach things from the musical side, from the melody yeah. and Absolutely. and and the, the 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 performance and the aspect of the singing is very important to you and. You have you've had lots of um, experience saying like kind of different kinds of people who've actually utilized your skills to write lyrics, um, and, and um, I guess because you know since you uh, you've been in Germany since the mid seventies or something, right? Yeah, you must have, mm -hmm. and as you said, you've you've worked for um, companies in Germany, uh, record companies. Um, it's uh, there, <laughs> but let me, let me just jump to some other place for a moment. Do you have like a favorite lyric and like a favorite song that you've been involved with? <laughs> um, it, the, the, I think, I mean, obviously I think some stuff is, I think some songs work better than others. Yeah. But I couldn't necessarily say that it's because of my contribution. It just happens that it turned out that stuff turns out right because I don't know. It's the song itself, or or the the situation. In the, you know, when when it came out, the the, the constellation of of, um, uh, of the act and and, and uh, you know, I've done so many different things. It's 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 very difficult to say. That I, I, there's some. Um, I think the the, 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 the the most successful ones for me personally usually are the simplest mm -hmm. and um, uh, 
the the simplest lyrics are the ones that cause me the most problem. Getting there, it takes a long, long time to throw out all the stuff that you don't need. Um, I don't. I'm thinking about this quote, this Miles Davis quote. Apparently, he said, "Think of a note and don't play it." Have you heard that? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's it's probably um, um, it's 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 probably not. Uh, it's uh, um, probably a myth that he, he said that, but I like the idea very much. And it's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing with writing lyrics. Um, if you start falling in love with your 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 phrases, then you should sort of um, probably throw them out and, and, and start again. On the other hand, sometimes it just happens. Um, the, the 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 thing writes itself. That's the ideal situation, isn't it? You 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 you're so. Sort of happy about the 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 the, the whole um, uh, setup, the the singer and the uh, and the, the the way the thing's being produced, uh, the song, uh, and it's it's quite clear what what has to happen. And as I say, I just hope then that the people who ask me to write the lyrics see it the same way, which also isn't always the, the case. And uh, uh, this is. Um, it's it's quite difficult um, to tell you the truth. It's quite difficult for me to talk about writing lyrics because it's not really something that I've, I've it just turned out that way that I could make a living from it. Um, and I don't think there are very many people who can make a living from it. Um, if you look at the um, the gamer statistics, I, I you look at the 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 the, the, the full gamer members. What is it? It's about uh, it's it's many thousand composers, right? I, I, six or eight thousand composers are full members of Gamer. I think about I don't know a few hundred lyricists, not 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 a thousand, I don't think, uh, who are full Gamer members. So it, it's um it's not something that gets much uh, 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 publicity unless you unless the, the, you 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 are one of these very uh, um, talented and very lucky people. I've already mentioned Bernie Torpin, and, and, yeah. and there are others who just write hit after hit after hit. They just communicate with, 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 with people on, on a level which I, th I find purely magical. Uh, 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 it's, a, it's a very special um, talent. And a lot of the time, uh, my job has been more, more like, or some, often like an advertising copywriter. You have a, a, a you have a target group, you have a a, um, a set vocabulary that you can use. Particularly working in in Germany or France or Italy, the the producer of, often just won't accept words that he doesn't understand. And uh, um, it's 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 rather like working in an advertising agency. You have to make it. Uh, you have to put in sort of certain catchphrases that the producer imagines are going to be um, uh, uh, are going to are going to sell the song. Nowadays, however, this is all we're talking about the past here. I'm yes. happy to say <laughs> this doesn't really apply anymore because nobody asks me to write a a, 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 a song for Billie Eilish or somebody uh, who's 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 at the top of the charts. Um, so I can do what the hell I like. That's, that's great. That was like like back at the beginning with 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 
Superdram and King Crimson. I could do what the hell what the hell I liked as well. That was great. <laughs> so Richard, I will I will I will uh, keep kind of like jumping around with my questions or my my pointers here because I think there is there there are a few things we can and will maybe uncover about your your art. And as you say, like I I'm quite intrigued by what you're saying that it's like a like somebody writing for a purpose, right? Like a, and and for a very specific setting. Uh, where it's a commercial product and it's it's really it's it's fascinating because as you were saying like your main concern has always been the music the melody and that's right you've started out as a musician writing and playing right yeah and i wanted to be a guitar hero right <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and during the, the course of the 70s, I slowly started realizing this wasn't going to happen. I, I keep, kept telling myself, one day I'm going to sit, I'm really going to sit down and start start learning all the scales and, 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 and rehearse them every day and get my right, right hand into <laughs> heavy action because uh, uh, I'm left-handed. And and the 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 uh, and, and that just didn't happen, and it just turned out that I could I, I could you know I was I was getting more and more um, people sending me stuff to 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 write write the words for, so I sort of accepted that after a while and sort of pretended to be a guitarist, played in bar bands, and you know. Do you remember what that what that um, like? I don't know what the right word here is. Like avenue was that people like why did people ask you to write for them? I know that in the case of John Wetton, you were friends, but um, how did that yeah. uh, come about with other people? Um, that the the fact that I'd written for King Crimson mm -hmm. was a a big help in Germany. Uh, quite shortly after the you know in the years after the um, three albums that I worked on which were 72 to 74 mm -hmm. and immediately after that people started getting even though people who actually didn't have really any particular interest in king crimson maybe only it was just a, a it was just a stepping stone it was just like a, a, a it, it, it was a, a it was just that it was a known band Uh, and uh, so I, I started getting offers for all sorts of stuff that really was completely, yeah, well, pop, pop, pop songs and, 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 and dance productions and so on. Um, not, not so much because uh, uh, directly that I'd worked for King Crimson and also uh, with, with Supertramp at the very beginning, that was sort of a bit under the radar. But because um, I could, people had seen records with my name on it. That's, that's it, basically. Yeah, I was just going to point that out. That the, uh, and this is also something that doesn't really exist anymore <laughs> these days, that you had, credit, you, had, you, had, you had credits on the physical product. You, yeah. had, you had the physical uh, piece that you would have to put on the record player. And that's why people were making that, associa that association with your name and the words and the power of the music and the power of the yep. words. 
and and uh, and that that kind of like uh, uh, jump started your career as a lyricist. That's uh, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I, I think the um, I, you, I can't say that it, it it's it it, it it sort of evolved. Um, you know, I I. I Oh, you, you, for, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the mechanics of it is that if you, you write something and you start getting, if you're going to get any money from it, it starts coming in 18 months afterwards anyway. You know, you, you, you don't get rich overnight. Uh, uh, and uh, I, so I didn't really treat it seriously at all. I tried to, I thought my, my day job is, 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 writing bits of film music and 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 playing in bar bands as i say and the the um and it just so turned out that that, that the sheer volume of stuff that i wrote started to started to bring in uh, a little bit of money um but uh it, it, it's a it, it, because I, I really i'm slightly sidestepped your the question about personal favorites Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, that, 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 that's because. Oh, your uh, microphone is off, Richard. Can you? You have to. Unmute. Yes, you're back. You're back. You're back. Yeah. Unmute. Okay, unmute. I, that, that may have been judicious on on the behalf of Zoom. I don't know. Uh, the the, um, the 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 situation is that. I really don't want to. Um, I I really don't like trying. I don't like uh, um, sort of d- directing what people think about the songs that I've written. I, I want people to accept the lyrics on their terms, not on mine. I can give you an example. A concrete example is this: is the song "The Night Watch" for King Crimson, which is a direct and literary, uh, lit- not literary, literal, literal. Description of Rembrandt's uh, work in 17th century Holland. It's just a sort of, well, it's lifted from my uh, uh, sixth form notes, really. From from, from and and and, and uh, when I wrote when when I when it first came out, I don't think anybody understood what the song was about. It was just because it was king crimson it was it was it was a it was just accepted that this is a, a very obscure and difficult text with with lots of strange um, uh, references that mm-hmm. no nobody tweaked it's it's quite sort of direct it's like it's like a teacher standing in front of the class and, and saying this is this was Rembrandt's situation, and this was, his, there was these were the people he painted, and 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 uh, this was their relationship, and that's how life was back then. I mean, all in in in, in twenty lines or whatever it is, and um, but nobody understood that at the time. People wanted it to be something very obscure and 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 difficult and spiritual. In the, uh, I remember in in Melody Maker or New Musical Express. Uh, the the one journalist picked up on the fact on the line uh, guitar lessons for the wife and thought this was a direct statement from Fripp that he was he was I don't think he was married at the time but he it, this is a statement he's telling his fans that he's he's uh, uh, um, he wants his wife to learn to play guitar and I thought okay well okay it's, it was probably I thought at that time it's probably a mistake to to to, to do this now. 
20 years later, 30 years later, the internet arrives and people are analyzing everything down to the last. Now everybody knows what it's about. I, this is really great. <laughs> they understand the song now. But I don't want to. I don't want to dictate what 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 they find in in in, in this lyric. If 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 you you can you can either way. If you if you find it mystical and interesting and completely impenetrable, that's fine. And if you see that it's a it's just a sort of a, a, a report on. Rembrandt, 17th century Holland, which is which is uh, uh, um, even might be even you might even find that really really banal. Uh, that's okay too. I don't want I don't want to change your um, the way the way these 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 words are accepted. And um, I think that I know that that uh, I, can, I can give you another example of the the problems with lyrics. Um, we all know and love these big Toto hits. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, Africa, and because I'm a lyricist, I always thought that the lyrics for Africa was a, were absolutely brilliant, and and uh, I worked out a whole story behind these lyrics that just doesn't exist. I wanted there to be a, a, this to have an incredible depth and meaning, uh, 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 you know. God bless the rains down in Africa, and and and, uh, and it doesn't. It's it's <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm not saying it's a hack job, but it's 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 not. It's a it's a it's a, a, a row of interesting images and and and, and, and thoughts without any particular uh, without any particular guiding uh, light light motif. Uh, yes, without any main theme, actually. Yes. And and th th this is where I this is where my my I get more enjoyment out of the song thinking that it's something really 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 sort of deep and complex which in fact it isn't. Uh, uh, so I, I I don't don't like tr trying to tell people what they ought to like about my my, my lyrics. I said the the ones that I think work best are the very simple ones. Just yeah, I was uh, I was going to ask you about about that as well. Um, you know, like this afternoon, um, I showed my daughter, my two-year-old daughter, um, mm -hmm. like the 26 most famous painting paintings. Um, and oh, yeah. The Night Watch was part of that, interestingly yeah. enough. And so just a few hours ago, I looked at it. And I've, I've always um, really, really liked, I, I've only ever known your, I guess, uh, I know, think, <laughs> your King Crimson lyrics. Um and I've, I think they're great. I just wanted to just put that out there. I, I think they, like reading the lyrics, the song comes alive for me. So, you know, with, there's some kind of music or some sort of like song where the, uh, the music makes the lyric, uh, reminds me of the lyric. But here, the lyric is really very, very much tied into the texture of the song. <laughs> That's great, Marcus. That's really great. But in fact, I think you're really you're talking more about John Wetton than about me. I think that, that, that his 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 uh, uh, his uh, talent as a as, as a vocalist is the the, the key to, to, to what he's saying. Yeah, you 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 may be right. So, do you remember, um, or can you just tell us um, how your um, friendship? With John led to you writing for King Crimson, do you remember when he first 
did he actually approach you or how did that come about? I can't quite remember, but I think uh, we, we used to see each other regularly in the early 70s because he used to, I just moved to uh, Munich mm -hmm. and he loved coming over to Munich for various reasons. I, he always got laid and he liked getting drunk and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And um, he was enthusing about uh, what he has often described as a sort of sort of chance meeting with Robert, which sparked off this uh, version of King Crimson, this mm -hmm. incarnation of King Crimson. Okay. And uh, they must have said, I, I don't know, they were, they were probably um, uh, shooting the breeze, as the Americans say. I, and, 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 and John said, yeah, and I know a guy who, write, who, who writes lyrics for people, sort of thing. It's, a, it's an old buddy. And uh, and 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 incidentally, he comes from Bournemouth as well, and so on. I, whatever. And and the, the and John said, I've, I, John was enthusing about the band, and they'd been they'd been rehearsing together in 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 in, in, in London, and uh, he was very very enthusiastic about David. He was so thrilled to play with a um, uh, a violinist who could improvise because that's that was quite unusual particularly a classically trained violinist who could improvise. And we've been listening to um, the record of the, uh, uh, the, the, the oh, I, I would say, in retrospect, the, 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 the overpowering influence at that time, we're talking about 72, 71, 72, was Hot Rats, Frank Zappa. And the two great jazz rock violinists on that record and John was so thrilled to be able to we were so in love with this record and this 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 sound and this this uh, 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 and he was so pleased to be rehearsing with David and he played me uh, tapes of their rehearsals for hours and hours and hours but we weren't talking about songs or we weren't talking about lyrics but uh, uh, he, he was enthusing about the the, 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 the the new band and then one day I, I just got a cassette in the post in Germany with with the, with uh, three two or three songs on it, and 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 uh, with a, a sort of scribbled notes and uh, try something and uh, uh, there's a there's a, a crescendo comes after this or uh, um, uh, we'll probably make this shorter or we'll probably make this longer or whatever and and, and that was it. I, I just wrote off the top of my head what, what I thought was fitted the bits of melody. I needed the melody, you know, always need the melody. And, 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 and the bits of melody that I had were for uh, well, easy money. Um, Saturdays and Exiles? Or? Saturdays and Exiles, yeah. Mm -hmm. Must have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. real um, real classics. And... Uh, uh, easy as Book of Saturday. I thought that I thought that's a wonderfully melodic. I mean, the, the, the uh, um, I, I, I don't know how many uh, people realized how what 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 uh, what their what what the, the kind of melodic talent that was available in the band at that time. It wasn't just virtuosity. It was also an incredible sense of melody, and Robert has it, and 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 and, and John had it, and, and 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 David has it as well, and, yes. and 
and with 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 um, with Bill, you've, you, 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 that's exactly the right guy to to can, he, he can he, he's so uh, he can immerse himself musically in 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 in, in uh, melodical stuff or crazy stuff, chaotic stuff. That, that that so that was a that was a pretty wonderful band actually. It was an amazing combination, and uh, so I I was. Uh, <laughs> I was very thrilled to be able to do something that was part of that. Um, uh, yeah, I, but it was. I was a little bit worried about whether whether uh, whether the stuff I wrote was 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 fitting or acceptable. Or, and uh, I was sort of expecting this to be discussed at great length and depth, and it never was. Uh, I think uh, I, once I had a, a conversation with a, a long conversation with Robert when they were on tour in Germany, and we started off talking about the lyrics, but in fact, in fact, we didn't. I, the the the, the, the uh, uh, it was supposed to be a discussion on the lyrics, but he he was he 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 started talking about what he calls the King Crimson epic epic ballad. And uh, writing melodic songs and the the the, the uh, um, involving his uh, bandmates in in writing melodic songs. So it was all a lot more interesting than talking about the lyrics. Actually, <laughs> sort of fascinating stuff. So uh, you you did see the band uh, live in Germany for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many times, four or five times. I, I went on tour with them for a couple of days. It was like a courtesy visit, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and Jamie, uh, Jamie was there as well, right? I saw them. I saw them in Munich with Jamie. That was an amazing show. But mm -hmm. uh, um, I, at that time, I must have written the first couple of songs. I don't think that they. I'm not sure if they'd recorded Lark's Tongues in Aspic or not. The first the, the album first album that I worked on I can't get this chronologically but I, I saw them in Munich with Jamie that that was incredible mm -hmm. and um, uh, afterwards this was about then it must have been about a year afterwards I went on tour on the German tour with them for, for two or three or four three gigs something like that I remember in 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 Mainz in uh, Augsburg mm -hmm. and in Pforzheim. And the gig mm -hmm. in Pforzheim, which has now come out on one of the endless uh, live mm -hmm. uh, uh, regurgitations, I've got it up here. Mm -hmm. um, that was a that was a, a humdinger. That was so, so intense. I mean, <laughs> that, that, I mean Pforzheim. You know, have you been to Pforzheim? <laughs> I am. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but that doesn't matter. The 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 the, the um, the the gig was so intense. I, I, it was incredible. They they were completely knocked out afterwards as well. The band they were flattened, finished. Mm -hmm. It was so. Uh, it was really really dark and scary. Uh, as a, it was it was great, and uh, you get a little bit of it on the recording as well. The, mm -hmm. the um, it's it's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But you know, I I was just being a guest, and it was like a public relations sort of meet and greet thing, you know, and uh, uh, so that that was that was. But I I wasn't really so so in by, involved with the band. My connection was was with John. He, he because he had to sing the stuff, and so so um, that that was that that was my 
prime concern was 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 with him and and and, and the other three were um not uh, I, I won't say they're disinterested but they were they they accepted that 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 situation yeah. john and i worked the stuff out and that was that was okay yeah so the when when we met a few weeks ago and and we played these uh, like two shows um mm -hmm. I was surprised, but I was also, I thought it was great that you were performing uh, in the Court of the Crimson King, a version of In the Court of the Crimson King, uh, singing Pete Sinfield's lyrics. Mm -hmm. And I, I find that um, uh, kind of like really great because like this band that has been around for 52 years or I guess 52 years. Yeah. It's a very long time. Like, yeah. and you have, you have all these different chapters and, and things are kind of like overlapping yeah. occasionally. Right. And, 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 and you uh, singing that song that was for me, that was, um, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. It was a, a piece of fan uh, on my, 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 for, for me as well. That was a, a, a sort of a, a that's real sort of fan uh, uh, tribute stuff. Uh, I, 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 I'm a King Crimson fan doing that. And that came about because uh, Alain Simon with his Excalibur project wanted to do it. He wanted to do the song. And he said, well, you worked for King Crimson. You sing it. I said, well, I, what? <laughs> I can't even play the chords. <laughs> and... Uh, so I, I got into that for him, and I've done it a couple of times now. I got it, got into the the, the the swing of it, and then the thing is, I suggested it to David because I know that it's a, it's a great audience uh, uh, grabber. Everybody loves it, even, even non King Crimson fans yeah. love it. Mm -hmm. It's 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 real sort of it's 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 real sort of you know it's it's an oral oral au oral spectacle and uh, I had great fun doing it with the Excalibur uh, uh, show and on the, that, that, that's there are always lots of singers and they always do this amazing choir and it's, it's really it's really great fun and and I'm I, I when that record came out in in 69 I just started uh, Supertramp was just getting together as it was our we were getting to know each other sort of thing and we all um said well uh, as a sort of um everybody should bring along uh, one or two records that he he, he, he finds really cool um, so we can we can get to know each other a bit and uh that that was in fact what well, I think I think I I uh, my contribution to this was 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 the the, the in the court of the crimson king was the record which it, which had just come out and i think a jethro tal album and uh, um which i uh, uh, which sort of didn't raise too much too much response in with among my colleagues but King Crimson certainly did because nobody had ever heard anything like it, right? Mm -hmm. Can't imagine you, you honestly what what this the, the impact of this record. It was just extraordinary, mm -hmm. and uh, um, so I, uh, um, it was it, it was even it was even quite scary that, that because it was so different. It came completely out of the blue. 
the whole package the cover the 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 uh, uh, the playing this mixture of 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 of, of uh, proto prototypical metal and 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 sort of gothic fantasy this was this was all new this is all new and and uh, uh, and Pete Sinfield's uh, sort of uh, very flowery imagination. This, this, this was this was great stuff, and it was all new, and I loved it. And I, I, so, so singing that song for me is a is a, is a, a, a sort of a, you know I, I I'm really I'm really the, the the King Crimson fan who gets dragged up on stage to do to do a number. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. That's why I suggested it to to to. to to, to David and said, but you'll have to, um, you'll have to lend me your band, please, because <laughs> you can't do it alone on guitar, you know, I, yeah. or at least I haven't worked out a way uh, to do it alone on guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, people, people enjoy the song. And uh, I never, I, it, 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 I was always terribly in awe of of, of uh, uh, Crimzo's uh, technical prowess, the virtuosity. Uh, it was it was it was uh, uh, Robert in any case, but he, he he's he's so much a a law unto himself. Um, but you but you 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 did the the guitar craft thing, right? You, you you're an yeah. adept of this 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 this. How did how did it strike you? The, the, you know the, the, the being confronted with this music and this this approach to music. It it was um, you know meeting the perfect person at the perfect time for me. I was eighteen uh -huh. and I uh -huh. wasn't I was not interested in any of the um, I don't know I don't know which word to use here like. Because Robert is quite a uh, uh, quite a figure, quite a guru for a lot of people. For Absolutely. me, he, for me, he wasn't. You know, I was too young to even have a concept. The concept, yep. right? So, so for me, it was was great because I was. He was very generous in in giving out information, mm. and and his his teaching when it comes to the music and the instrument in particular um, was great. And and I, I spent about seven years um, kind of like close to those circles of people and you know, yeah. working with them. And then there was um, uh, one night um, in Alfeld in Germany, uh, which is close to Hanover. And I, I decided I need to go. And it was a really clear feeling like I need to go yeah. and I need to sort of like do my own thing and, and apply yeah. what I've learned. So that's that's how it went for me, and you know, just like what you were saying, I don't know. It's it's very it's very different, but for me, music is always the is is the motivator. Music is music itself yeah. is what what makes me happy. So it's mm -hmm. it's not it's not performing the music or it's not even creating the music. It's listening to the results mm -hmm. of my work. Um, yeah, yeah, and. And it was um, so. That's why, like the the actual side of like as you were saying, like the virtuosity or whatever, it was never really that important to me mm -hmm. in in um, in the sense of 
virtuosity that other people would understand as virtuosity. You know, for me, virtuosity is about playing that one note beautifully. Is is about is about you know like conveying that sense of magic with a certain combination of notes that sound beautiful, right? Yeah. And and uh, and, and that, so that's why, like, I think um, um, like Robert's um, teaching was very much kind of like geared towards a certain deeper understanding of the creative process somehow. Yeah. Not so much, not so much about virtuosity at all for me, I have to say, and and so yeah, that's that's sort of like what I have, um, what I have taken kind of like from that world, and I really say taken because it fe- a little bit feels a little bit like that, like it was being mm-hmm. offered to me and I was able to take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. That's a good definition of 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 of, of learning learning the craft as a musician. I, I think, and, and the, the, the the your um, your co adepts or your, your colleagues on in in um, the other crafty guitarists, was there a very diverse um, cross section of personalities and backgrounds, or, or did was it was it a, a were there certain um, were there certain sort of elements that, that that brought these people together? Was it a, uh, were they all different and, and and they just joined by the 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 the, the Roberts uh, uh, yeah well Roberts structure in musical structure that is it's quite extraordinary really as far as I can I understood what went on were they, were they were they very diverse? Well, to be quite honest, like I'm not in the position to um, actually even know how diverse they were. Maybe for me, they seemed diverse, or maybe samey. I don't know. Like because I think I think people were coming together because of the um, uh, say that the, the big sign that was being held up was the music. It was yeah. not. It was not Robert Fripp, or you know. It is just that people start just like what we were saying that your name was on the album cover, and people read it, and all the emotion that the music creates within them was then projected onto those names, onto those people, and that's a good thing, right? Like because it yeah. it gives you yeah. it gives you a future, it gives you a career, and yeah. and I think that's sort of like uh, the feeling I had that there were quite a lot of people there that um, came for the, for the love of that particular music. Um, and that was a little bit different for me. Like, because like I said, like I, I, I claim <laughs> that, that I just simply love music, all sorts of music. Like uh, I'm, I'm not judgmental when it comes to music at all. I'll just love it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I enjoy the, I, I, I love the idea that somebody engages in the act of creating music. Yeah. And that is, yeah. That, yeah. That, that is enough for me to actually enjoy, also enjoy the music because I know there was somebody here who actually spent time doing that, right? Mm. And, 
Uh, that's also like it's it's interesting uh, when you were t uh, talking about um, working for like disco or pop artists in the eighties in Germany, which was <laughs> quite a special time with like with the the yeah. kind of musical production and and uh, uh, I have never never really felt any um, you know I I was never never saying this is bad music or. Uh, for me, like if there was a hook, if there was something that that sounded interesting yeah. that moved me, then it was it was great. And even if it didn't move me, it was great. <laughs> yes, it's also a question of of of, of um, craft of of of, of uh, handwork. Uh, yes. You know, that's also a, a way into making music. It's it's, it's um uh, the, the, the the it took me a long time to realize what was going on with, with with this you know working on these these productions which were with, there, there were certain things expected of the artists and and, and and expected of the record company and as i said it was a very it was a very it was, it was business it was a very commercial thing but but there's still a lot of fun involved and when you um look at this stuff Uh, these old uh, clips from TV shows, you know, from 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 Top of the Pops or or the, the, what's his name, the guy in Bremen, uh, Mike Leckerbush, this, this, these 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 TV um, um, things that people, I mean, the kids used to really wait for for whenever it was Friday night when this show would come along. It was it was like a um, It, it, it was it was a sort of cult for lots of people, whether it was schlager, whether it was you know beat or, or pop music or, or, or the, the, and I think there's a, this is the, the very first thing we said about responsibility. This 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 is this is what I mean. This is for me the responsibility that you bear. You you have a responsibility to entertain people. Um, It's it's um, and that's absolutely legitimate. You 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 can you can. I've never understood why 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 musicians. A lot of musicians are uh, become really um, ugly when they're confronted with something that they can't. They themselves can't either understand or or. Or you don't you don't if you don't have to find I mean you don't have to find Helena Fisher good you don't have to go to her shows you but you have to appreciate that she's entertaining people and giving them a good time and uh, uh, this is a pretty big achievement for anybody <laughs> to give people a good time you know and I, I think you ought to respect that as a musician because it's one of the main things about what you do isn't it. It's 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 uh, uh, you, you you can see it on all sorts of levels. You can see you can see it from on a, a very sort of hermetic um, level that it's it's something that um, that you can you can maybe only share with a few people. But I think you have to share it. It's, there's no point in just doing it in your bedroom. You have to share it to at least with your family or maybe you with your daughter or uh, me with the next door neighbor or or, or whatever. You have to share. You have to share what 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 you're doing for it to be um, 
valid. And this is a, a you, it can be on a very uh, uh, um, minimal, minimalist level, or it can be in a stadium with twenty thousand people. But, but you, you, you have a, it's this, 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 this thing of, 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 of entertaining people, making them feel good. And so I, I never understood why um, uh, uh, lots of musicians, I have to say, particularly, unfortunately, particularly in Germany, why lots of musicians become so. Um, hateful when it's when it when it's uh, 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 when when the discussion uh, turns up with I mean I mean we all do it we all we all make fun of of, of we all have our pet uh, uh, we all have our pet hates or, or we sort of we sort of we we get very uh, it becomes a sort of joke when you talk about. Whatever. I, I don't want to name any names, but people pe people that, 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 that regularly come up in mu musical musician circles where there's 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 always a silly anecdote or, the, or, the, or the, there's a general uh, expression of distaste. Yeah, all right, that, that that's okay. But basically, um, particularly successful people who who, who uh, people who have success at entertaining people, I think they they deserve respect. I think that, that this is uh, this is a discussion that I've had over the years. In, with with many many colleagues, uh, uh, because I know um, I know lots of people that I greatly respect, musicians that I greatly respect, say that uh, believe that that it's it's a there's a certain uh, uh, elitist way of thinking about making music that you 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 your uh, justification should be uh, years of study and practice and and capability and if you're if you get that far with virtuosity but, but but i agree with you completely virtuosity is basically pretty boring uh, it's 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 what you what it's used for what 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 you what you what 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 happens when when people use their virtuosity is is can be interesting but very often it's not I remember going to see Herbie Hancock in, in, in I think it was the end of the 70s, it was around uh, uh, the time of, um, I don't know if you, you remember this, when, uh, what was the record that, that, that cro crossed over from the jazz charts into the, into the rock charts, amazing record, with, with uh, Watermelon Van, Man and Vane Melter and, and uh, I think there are four pieces on it. I, the, 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 and it was a huge Head, hit. Headhunters? Was it the Headhunters? Yeah, Headhunters, of course. Headhunters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. An incredible record. Mm -hmm. And at this time, I went to see them in Munich. Uh, that band, which was spectacular. The, the, uh, 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 the, the absolutely world-class percussionist. I can't remember his name. Can't remember his name. Guy who, who's, who, had a, who had a cabash, which was covered in sort of glittering chains and you'd throw it up into the lights and it was it was, it was an incredible show and the guys the, the the old the old guys who who hung out every night at the domicile the jazz club in munich were gathered in the foyer and they were sort of, <laughs> sort of complaining about this about this about this sort of fairy tale shit that's going on and it looks like a bloody christmas tree and it looks it looks, it looks it's disneyland this <laughs> is jazz <laughs> 
I need, I, 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 I thought I've got to avoid this. Whatever I do in my, in my musical existence, I got to avoid this kind of shit. This, this is, I really enjoyed the show and so did the audience. And after all, it was a hit record. But, you, you know, you, you just can't close this out. You can't, you can't shut it away from, 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 from the, it's, it's part of the main body of what's going on. <laughs> you know, that's, 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 it all belongs to music. It all belongs to entertaining people, moving people. You know? And, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is a, a, a thing with, with, with King Crimson. That at that time in the seventies it was a very entertaining band. I mean, this sounds like a contradiction because the, it was they were often on, on on stage. It was often, as I said about this this gig in Pforzheim, it was very dark and very intense. And 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 and, and uh, uh, the German word is beklemmend. It was, it, was, it was, but at the same time, it was it was also a circus. It was also uh, uh, it was it was an entertainment. Uh, uh, yeah, a very uh, <laughs> sort of deep entertainment, if you like, uh, uh, profound entertainment. Yes, yeah, and and I guess that is th this deep entertainment that you're talking about. That was the, uh, the 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 power, let's say, that brought people to Robert Fripp's courses. Yeah, I think really yeah. that's that's kind of like what what I was talking about and, you know, yeah, you know, like there's this interesting, because we started talking about language at the beginning of the conversation and like, <laughs> like this, you know, there are like some English expressions, um, which I find funny or irritating sometimes for, for example, the concept of guilty pleasure, right? Yeah. Which is, which I don't even know if there's a German equivalent for it, there's not uh, because it doesn't happen in German. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. It's a good. It's an interesting one because um, I couldn't. I couldn't translate it either. I, I think. Um, um, but it's actually it's harmless. It's harmless. It's like when you're saying uh, raspberry yogurt is my yeah. guilty pleasure. You yeah. know, or 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 or. or, or mm -hmm. Gummy belly, or, or you know, uh, uh, um, or, or pistachio ice cream is my guilty pleasure. Uh, the the um, it can be, I mean, it can be a little bit more heavy as well. You can also say that that seventy percent rum is my guilty pleasure, and I mean that's more guilt guilt than pleasure. <laughs> but, yeah, but in in the context of music, though, I find it a fascinating yeah. concept. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, uh, you, like one of the the main uh, answers people give is like ABBA. You know, ABBA's music is is guilty pleasure, and I've never I've never really understood the concept of why. Pleasure. Why is it? Uh, why, can, where's the guilt? Where's yeah. the guilt? These are two of the greatest comp composers of the 20th century. And where's the guilt? I, 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 these guys. And, uh, uh, um, but that's it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I, I think that um, uh, um, the. Uh, uh, I, I, I remember having a discussion with. with, with uh, uh, we, we, where was it? Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was it, with 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 John, with John Wetton and his his wife, the, 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 his 
the the lady that he was with in the, his final years, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were—I I didn't know her very well. We were, we were sitting in a pizzeria with a few friends in in our hometown, mm-hmm. and we were talking about guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 um, and I—it's uh, I, exactly the same thing. And I, I, everybody. In, inclusive, including John, who was who didn't really take the, he didn't play the game really, um, but everybody said that what 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 they musically um, got off on, but didn't want to admit it, right? <laughs> and I remember, and I said, um, actually, I my 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 guilty pleasure is is um, Lionel Richie. I th- I think Lionel Richie is. I love listening to his songs. I think they're amazing. And everybody looked at me blankly and sort of just. Uh, yeah, but he's great. <laughs> and I realized I've been living in Germany too long. <laughs> uh, 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 the, the, um, that's not quite fair. That's really not fair. But I, 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 there's, a, there's, there's, a little bit of, there's a little bit of that. I have, there's one other thing I, I have to say about this that I've noticed with my uh, uh, English colleagues is that they're much more prepared to... Um, um, to be genuinely pleased when you, as a friend or colleague or acquaintance, are successful. And that's not, doesn't happen so much in Germany. There's not this natural, rea- the natural reaction is, hey, this is amazing. You've got a, a top 10 hit or, or, or you, you landed this amazing tour or whatever. Oh, man, this, this, this is incredible. That doesn't happen too often in Germany. Oh, no, that's, and that's kind of like, a, it's, a, it's sort of like a... A, a joke that in the U.S., if you if you drive a big car, then you know somebody stops next to you and goes, "Great, well done," you know. And here in Germany, people call you an asshole when yeah, you drive well, a pretty I, expensive car. You're talking about so like, yeah, I'm, I'm going on so and so's summer tour. Hey, great, amazing! And your your German colleague will say, "Well, doing a lot of open airs, aren't you? It's going to be a wet summer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the, um, the, the this is a little bit of a tendency that that, that I've noticed. Yeah, I, I think I, th- I yeah. think this this idea of the the community idea is, is isn't quite so developed in Germany among musicians, you know, or any other. Uh, uh, maybe it is in other artistic circles. Could well be. Maybe the uh, theater. I, I, theater's a law unto itself. I, I don't know. In, 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 in film, maybe they're they're usually nice to each other. Like my my observation is that in um, different cultures, like you mostly have like these two kinds of cultures. One is the culture of saying yes, and the culture of saying no. And Central Europe certainly is the is the culture of the no. So like mm. if you go somewhere and you say like I would like to work for you, the answer is no show me what you got so that, you know, and, and where prove yourself, prove yourself. Exactly. And, and where I, I don't know, I can, you know, I've been visiting the U S for a long time, so I have some sort of idea and it seems mm-hmm. a little bit different there where, where there is mm-hmm. like a little bit of like a, like if, if you send some enthusiasm in a person, you're like more likely likely to accept that uh, or to take the chance, right? Mm-hmm. 
and and that really um, is not not happening in Germany, and it's it's super frustrating. So enthusiasm in itself is slightly suspect. In, in Germany, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I I, I, I think uh, um, that there, there are enough examples of this, but I I. I but basically, I mean, yeah, I think you, you, you're the psychologist. Uh, you, you know, you tell me. I, I, I've never worked out why this, why, why, why thing, why you, why, why we get this impression. I, I don't know what, 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 what happened. Um, I mean, I can explain a lot of stuff uh, uh, the way people are here uh, historically. I think that's quite. If you, if you, if you, if you. If you're fairly well informed about what what was what been going on in the past hundred years, then uh, you can you can you can explain a lot of stuff about about German society. I, I agree. It's not rocket. It's not rocket science. It's it's, 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 it's logical. And the but the, this this the, the, there are certain tendencies that I find quite uh, um, difficult to. Um, I find quite difficult to find the, the go to the roots, you know. Yes. Yeah, but tell me something else after, on, on on guitar craft. That afterwards, where you said you you took you quite put it quite brutally. You said you 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 took what 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 Robert was 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 offering, yeah. and you decided that you had to um, do your own thing, use it for yourself. How? how is, are you successful in doing this, in, in using what you learned? Or have you, is it a step that you sort of, uh, uh, that you left behind now? Or is it still very much in your uh, uh, creative process, you, you know, making music? I would say it's still very much, um, it's, it's one, how do you say, one pillar, one pillar of my life. And uh -huh. an important one, like that, you can't you can't just put it away. Like it, it has to be there. It is there, and yeah. um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like for me, as a, as a human being, I I think I've always been interested, and and I, I I hope you kind of like get the sense of like you know me talking, like us talking with each other. I have this respect for other people generally. Mm -hmm. Uh, to kind of like, like it's there's always like the benefit of the doubt that the other person mm -hmm. has something that is wonderful, like that is that's sort of like how I go out into the world, like to, mm -hmm. uh, so, so I I always kind of like and sometimes wrongfully assume that somebody has something to, good to offer, mm -hmm. right, but. Um, and and with with a guitar craft was was it was just like exactly that you know it was something mm -hmm. something great something good and and it was very very inspiring and you know the music even though I love King Crimson's music I love Robert Fripp's playing but my real favorites are different you know mm -hmm. like I'm like my my biggest hero is Mike Oldfield. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, and and as sort of like a musician's musician's musician, which I think what he is, at least mm -hmm. like from my perspective, and um, and so you see, like like I don't have to be like a hundred percent 
uh, devoted, let's say, to a certain person or to a certain genre or a certain band or whatever, and and I can I can integrate the 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 the, the things I can learn into my into my life, and and so um, the, you know all the um, like the um, how do you say like the avalanche uh, that. Um, having been in guitar craft, all the people I met, the bands I joined, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I joined a band of crafties, which was called the Europa string choir. And, mm -hmm. um, and all of that uh, had, has contributed to my career. There is, uh, I'm not sure you must've met Sid Smith at some point or talked with him because he was, he's the um, one who wrote the book. It, obviously I've had to, I've corresponded with him at length. Yeah. And so I was very interested to see what I watched your conversation with him all the way through, simply because I hadn't met him. Inc incidentally, exactly the same with David Singleton, somebody who I've often communicated <laughs> with but never met. So I took the chance of uh, uh, of sussing him out by by watching your your your, your talk with him. So that <laughs> great. was great. Yeah. So so Sid was for is was my. Um, he he was the first person who kind of like recognized my talent and took it and and put me in touch with Ian Body, who's a, a musician from the UK, and and that was very important. So like like I think that most of what I do is really based on um, the fortunate events that I actually decided to to go to a guitar craft course so, so there's a lot of a lot of good stuff that uh, has come out of it for me yeah yeah okay good and and you know like my my, my playing uh, is very much influenced obviously by the what Robert like the techniques uh, he taught but also like this the sound the the um, this this kind of like soundscaping that I do, which is kind of like based on on, on very 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 frip inspired and and so mm -hmm. I I see I I don't know and I again like I I don't feel any guilt <laughs> to to actually kind of like go go further um, some somehow go you know go to go further with those uh, artistic elements. You know. Well, of course. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point of the whole exercise, isn't it? You, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you you take this you take this chalice and 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 and, and sort of uh, carry it carry it out into the world. That sounds pretty uh, high flying stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the um, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Robert would like that idea. I this this so I don't know him very well. I I, I met him a couple of times. Talk to him at length, what, twice maybe. Um, my way to Robert was always through John, through John Wetton, and John was always very um, down to earth about Robert. I, I got to know Robert's uh, well, first of all, his humour, which is very special, and the uh, 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 and his his also his earthiness through John, through 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 John Wetton, because the the, the um, who, who uh, uh, John, John liked him a lot, and and it was a mutual uh, uh, um, it was a mutual attraction. Uh, John was 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 admired his uh, uh, virtuosity. Uh, he, he John admired, and John never admitted it if he uh, admired somebody's virtuosity. 
he'd never talk about it. He, he used to accept it as a given if somebody could play really well. Egal, it doesn't matter which in, which instrument. But I know he admired Robert, uh, and, and 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 the other way around. I think I think Robert liked John's um, uh, the, the way he was so irreverent always, and sort of a, 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 he's a, his his uh, his anarchistic tendency, probably as as, as Robert saw it. So, so they they were uh, uh, they they I think they liked each other. But I, I, I got to know Robert through John, and the, the, in, in, in as much as uh, uh, that, that's in as much as that's possible. So just, just you know, just a little bit. And uh, I, I like the fact that somebody can be so um, influential as a personality and as a as a musician, as a performer. Um, at the same time as being uh, such a weirdo, uh, uh, and I mean that in a positive sense. It's, it's, it, you know, um, it, it's it, it, it somehow the, the Robert's discipline in the discipline in his music and the the uh, uh, the discipline that he's implied applied to himself all his life. Somehow, it, 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 it's, it's, I find it very nice that that isn't, it doesn't always line up with him as a person, the, 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 the little things about it. But, but this, this, is, this, is a, a, um, uh, this, this is just impressions that I got over the years. I think he's, he's an important musical personality, in, 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 and he, uh, he, was, he was a legend in the 60s in, in, in Bournemouth, in, in, in our hometown, because he could play... Orange Blossom special faster and more precisely than anybody else, uh, uh, and uh, his his the band. I think the band was called the League of Gentlemen. This was before the League of Gentlemen that he formed later. This was this was his. They played um, church halls and, and and youth clubs and and, and, and stuff and played covers and, and he he was already he was already legendary for his his prowess. In, in, as a as a well, I suppose a teenager. Well, we were all eighteen, nineteen, um, and I never ever imagined that that I'd I'd, I'd uh, uh, have anything to do with his with his uh, with his organisation with his with his bands. That that was a real, and, and, and as I said, when I when 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 I turned up when I brought the um, the first Crimson album to my to play to my uh, new bandmates with uh, Supertramp, I, of course, I didn't have any idea that I'd that I that I'd be connected with this this uh, this ongoing story at all. I didn't didn't know that was going to happen. You know, and I, I certainly didn't know that ten years later I'd be working with 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 um, disco acts and and. And pop pop stars, starlets, and this, this kind of thing. This is this is one of the great things for me. I also never could ever ever imagine that I'd sing in the in the court of the Crimson King on, on, on a big stage with lights and everything. <laughs> so that's 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 the, a great thing for me. Full of surprises, me making music.
I'm curious about a, a few uh, more things, if you still have time for me, Richard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so with the, um, the original, um, the more than an association with Supertramp, right? Like be, having been part of that band, has there ever been any sort of, uh, are you still in contact? Not or, really. No. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, last, I last saw Roger in oh in 2000 with Jesus that was t t 21 years ago when he played a solo gig in in Munich mm -hmm. um, and the um, I the, there was a guy at the Süddeutsche uh, Zeitung that uh, you know was that I was uh, friendly with who sent me down there to write a, a, a review for the Süddeutsche, he thought this was a a nice gag sort of thing. <laughs> so I went along with my pencil and piece of paper and did this, did that. And I, I hadn't seen Roger for, I don't know, I honestly don't know how long, probably 20 years, getting on that way. And it was really great. He was really uh, warm. And I, I went into the the the, 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 the Elsa Halle, I don't know if you know it. I don't think it, 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 I don't think it's a venue anymore. It was on on Ballanstrasse in Munich, uh, 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 a sort of uh, warehouse sort of. Um, and uh, I, I went down there and w went into the venue, and he was doing his sound check, and he jumped off the stage, and the, 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 we embraced and, and had a, a, a talk as, as far as much as his time schedule allowed. I watched the concert. I was completely amazed at his professionalism because I, I was still seeing him as a 19-year-old who, 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 who joined Supertramp. And he's an absolute professional performer and, and, and very, very good. He was very good. And I thought the songs were so great without the, without the Supertramp arrangements how how I was so pleased that they worked so well, but what sort of moved me most of all was the, the was the audience. There were there's there there an audience. There were lots of um, sort of couples in their what I suppose mid forties, something like that, um, and who were sort of. Um, uh, Oh, holding each other close and singing along and thinking about their 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 uh, youth with 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 Supertramp uh, uh, in, in the seventies, right? I, uh, I I didn't have anything to do with that process. I can't um, uh, I can't claim to any uh, uh, part of Supertramp's success. I, I was just there for the first album, first eighteen months, and it was it was four years later. It was, 74 75 this was this is four years afterwards that 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 a&m decided that supertramp was going to make it so i i didn't have anything to do with that and um <clears throat> but i was i was i was really moved to see these people um um I, I, to see how sort of at first hand how important these songs were for them the the, the yeah. supertramp hits that roger sang it was a really really part of their lives um, and uh, but we after that 
Um, I think his situation changed in the couple of years at the beginning of the millennium. In the uh, um, the couple of years after that, so sort of he 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 left his family and 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 uh, apparently and and, and uh, his situation changed anyway. And we although we did exchange a couple of mails, it faded out. And the last time I spoke to Rick Davis was um, I suppose seven or eight years ago when they when uh, he on the on the on the uh, last Supertramp album which was called Slow Motion he recorded a song which I had written the words for in 1970. So we he called up and said they were doing it and they were going to send me a new title contract and that, 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 that kind of thing. Um, and I ch had a bit of a chat with him, but I, I haven't seen him since. Since the 70s. In the 70s, when they played in Munich, we all used to go to the domicile to see the jazz. But they were very lucky. Uh, he, Rick Davis is a very big, um, big band fan. And uh, on the night before they played, in the Olympia Halle in, I don't know when it was, 78 maybe, 77, 78, I don't know. Um, the Thad Jones Mel Lewis big band, big band was playing in the domicile when we went down to see this amazing band together, which you um, you just, you usually don't see outside of a concert hall. I mean, the, the domicile at that time, I think it was a 200-seater and uh, four trombones unamplified in a small room that's you can you could forget your martial stacks that's that's really loud uh, it, it was very impressive and uh, 18 piece orchestra doing doing these amazing arrangements and uh, i went down with rick and that, 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 that i think that was the last time i saw him. no not quite the last time i saw him i, I did see him once it, um, I did see him once after that in, in much, much a few years later at the beginning of the 80s in again in Munich he he, he visited a, a we, the, 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 the I was playing with some people at a for a for a, a mama concerts uh, staff uh, party I think it was and there was it was it was also something to do had something to do with Tina Turner's birthday it was some one of these these internal the, the things I can't honestly remember because I was so drunk I can't I could lose lose track of what happened but I spoke to him then this was but it was a long time ago and uh, uh, um, I, unfortunately I, I blew that one because I, I, I got so smashed this is it was all too much um, I'm glad that I didn't have to go and live in the states I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I left left the band when I did and, and made a decision for Europe. Uh, I'm very thankful that I didn't. Uh, I wasn't tempted to. But they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have been so successful. I think I would have been a a, a, a stone in their path. A, a stone in their pathway. In the, the, the blues song. To quote the blues song. Uh, the the, the um, my sense. I just don't. Basically, I, I don't think I, I had the same kind of talent as as, as Rick and Roger. They 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 are um, they are uh, 
they're both very uh, special songwriters and and uh, i i wouldn't have been able to um, i i wouldn't have kept up with them and they 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 they, they in, in fact before they brought out uh the third album which was uh, crime of the century in 1975, um, I, I think they knew it was. It was again. It was the new lineup. It was the third lineup. The successful lineup with Jesse Siebenberg and Dougie and John Helliwell. I, I think they knew that, that, that they were going to make it. The, 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 the record company had decided that this this was going to be a successful band, and they were. They they had the material for it too, and everybody knew this sort of thing. So. But they were still a little bit worried about the um, the final uh, uh, shape of the songs and the, 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 the final impression that the songs made. And in fact, they asked me to, Roger wrote to me and uh, said, would you like to um, come and visit us in um, our, uh, they, they had a, a farmhouse rented in southern England, not where, not not far from where my mother lived. And uh, I, I, so I was visiting my mother, and I went to see them and listened listened to the the new material, the Crime of the Century songs, School and Bloody Well Right and Dreamer and all these this thing. And uh, Roger gave me a tape and said, "Well, take this home and see if you can." Uh, uh, if you want to improve on the lyrics, ha! And uh, I, I had to be honest. I, I couldn't. I thought it was. I thought it was great. Why? Why? Why should I? Uh, I would have done a lot more, probably complex stuff, and put in sort of a few fancy turns of phrase. I, I don't know. But it would have. It would have. It would have detracted from the, from the. Uh, the, the energy that it had, you know, it was it yeah. was it was Rick and Roger in, because they were still more or less writing together. Just about then, it stopped afterwards. But they, they each did his own thing. But at that time, it was it was it was all there. It was it was a, a hit album. What what am I gonna you know? Why should I put my Try and get my foot in the door. It was. It was. It was. I, I did. I remained altruistic enough to say, <laughs> no. You know, don't worry about it. It's great. It's great. I, I, I'm. I'm not going. I don't have anything to add. I don't have anything to add. And, uh, but it, we we didn't. We we we, we as, although we, it was the, the when we broke up when I left the band it was quite acrimonious. But that was only because of the circumstances of, of um, that we were living in. We, we had no money. We were doing we were doing two or three gigs a week, going up and down the M1 in England, and couldn't afford to live in a hotel. It, it was it was pretty hairy the whole situation. And then then uh, I, I, we found out that the, uh, the 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 agency Chrysalis, which is I mean it's an absolute dream situation to be booked by Chrysalis at that time, of course, because they had all the gigs, they, because of Chris Blackwell, and what's the other, forget the other guy's name, they had the college circuit, which was so important at the end of the 60s, beginning of the 70s, that was make, make it or break it for, for bands on the road. 
and all these gigs were were, were booked by by Chrysalis, and they were they were uh, uh, we we discovered by chance up in Scotland somewhere that they were um, buying and selling us, which is absolutely normal and happens all the time to this day. Do you know this expression? It means they were they were getting, I don't know, two thousand pounds from the gig and paying us whatever two hundred, four hundred maybe, and. Uh, um, I was completely appalled by this. I, I, I was. This was real. This was, it was real disillusionment on my part. Also naivety, of course, absolutely naive. And uh, we, we we had big fights about this. I said, we, you know, I wanted I wanted to break off relations with Chrysalis, the agency, which would have been suicidal. <laughs> That's an absolutely insane thing to do. But in my 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 sort of youthful. Uh, uh, I wanted to stick to my principles. They're ripping us off. I don't want anything to do with them anymore. It was, it was, the situation was, in fact, completely normal, um, and probably still is. And the, the, the um, I tell you, this is why I need a manager. You see, and and uh, the, the uh, uh, we, 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 I left under a cloud, as the saying goes, and the. Um, but afterwards, uh, in the in the we we got to got get got to see each other afterwards uh, because they were touring around Europe and struggling yeah. basically, and uh, it was all okay, you know. It was it was it was it was it was all it was all blown away. All the all the differences were blown away. Having said that, we weren't friends in that in that in that uh, in that sense. You know, the 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 lot, lots of the first band, the professional band that I played with, with John Wetton and John Hutchison, who now lives in the states, and so on. We were, we were friends. We've been friends for years, and lots of bands start like this. They often don't stay that way, but they it started like this. But Supertramp was put together through a advertisement in Melody Maker. One would call it the, a casting nowadays, but it, it wasn't really a casting. It was just. A small ad for an ad advertisement for Musica. Uh, for, for who, 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 put, who put it out? The ad. Uh, the 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 management. The management. Uh, wow. Put put a. It was a little bit bigger than the other ones on the page, mm -hmm. and uh, musicians uh, uh, wanted for for. Uh, Oh, I, I can't remember. I've, I've got I've, I've got a copy of it somewhere, and it it appears in the Supertramp biographies. Wait a minute. Yeah. From a guy in Madrid called Abel Abel Fuentes, who okay. runs a website called the Logical Web, which is the Spanish language source for information on Supertramp has been for 20 years, I think. And of course, that's huge because it goes the, all the South American uh, people. Have, he's, written a bi he's written a biography of Supertramp. It's 700 and, 700 and, I don't know, 720 pages. Here you are. I mean, I wasn't absolutely 
aware that they were so interested to tell you the truth. <laughs> and uh, I got lots of information out of this that that that, that uh, uh, about about, uh, and I realised that we, we 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 weren't actually as people we weren't sort of operating on the same level at all. And the way the way they went on. Yeah, the 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 the, the super. The, the, it was they were different from other um, uh, A-list rock bands. Somehow they 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 did. They existed in their own sort of cocoon, their own bubble. It's one of the very few bands. They they, they had their own uh, huge PA system and lighting equipment. It all belonged to them. You know, they just hired a trucking company to carry this to, to transport this stuff which I, I think is about the only band that ever did that at that, that time everybody yeah. used to hire the stuff um, and it became a sort of enclosed world the, the, the super tramp family that meaning the technicians and the management and the band members and their families and so on that was that was a situation that I wouldn't have been able to handle at all I don't think you know the the reason why I <clears throat> asked uh, you about them initially was that I, f I find it interesting that um, again like it's it's interesting I, I'm almost 50 years old and so looking back to when I was 19 that's kind of like 30 years and Great even fun, though yeah. you uh, even though you could say it's it's a long time but but really it's not it's I don't know it's um, I, I'm kind of interested in like in the experience that people make like when once there's like a big big chunk of time where a lot of things and a lot of different strains of narrative mm -hmm. kind of like yep. happen you know and and this idea that you were there for the uh, uh, when that band was created and you 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 go your path you know you go and you become successful in your own right and then other people kind of like they go that way and as you say they create their own bubble and and i find it interesting like on a on a i don't want to say maybe on a psychological level but on a on a on a human level mm -hmm. like like um like how these 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 um different um storylines and and uh, and yeah. developments sort of uh because everything everything comes from that one source in a way and and this is kind of like you know what i mean it's sort of like a, a real life example of yeah. of of the creation of uh, or the explosion of some sort of creative uh kernel or i don't know how to yeah um, I think the it's, you're right. I think uh, the, 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 that is a, a, a fascinating uh, subject. I, I think it's the, the only problem with it is there are so many people involved in these in this development, these developments, yeah. who don't who are not able to continue to the end. I don't mean the people who. Um, who 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 die? I mean, the the, the after after a few decades, that becomes a uh, becomes part of the 
equation. I mean, the people who 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 sort of jump off the bandwagon and do do go in a completely different, just sort of disappear, if you like. If 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 it's it's um. The the, uh, the 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 music business is very is very, uh, in a sense, uh, ecocentric, isn't it? That you 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 pe- people can can have make a great success of their lives outside who start maybe maybe who started off being musicians and and, and all their hopes and, and dreams and fears were involved with music, and then they leave that that path and do something else completely and can also be very successful but those of us who've carried on being musicians are inclined to not be terribly interested which is silly really uh, I, 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 I think the, 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 this, this, this does happen to you maybe it's something that happens in show business uh, uh, generally because the, 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 the shared the stuff you share is so intensive isn't it this this this, this, uh, um, uh, the things you have to do to survive are so uh, um, on the edge sometimes. It's, it's, it's so sort of um, uh, nerve-wracking uh, that, that you, you, um, you can't always share it with somebody who doesn't, who doesn't, who hasn't, or who, who hasn't experienced it for so long, or or hasn't doesn't experience it anymore, uh, or, or, or took. Maybe took the easy way out, or I don't know, whatever, however you like to put it. Um, it's 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 quite a sort of it's an egocentrical thing. I I I must admit that um, I must admit that I I, I as as <laughs> it's a bit of a problem. It wasn't well, not anymore, but it was a bit of a problem as a lyricist that I used to get a lot of stuff from talented amateurs saying, "Ah, you're a lyricist." You enjoy writing lyrics, and wait, I don't enjoy it at all. But okay, they, they don't listen to you. Uh, write me, a, write me some words for this. This is, and it could be a really great song. And and and, and um, but it's it's a, it's 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 written by an ongoing gynecologist or architect or, or or whatever. To tell you the truth, I hate to say this, but I I I I don't want to waste my energy on his hobby. I have to admit this. My 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 altruism uh, my doesn't go so far as to say, um, all right, I I think this is a wonderful song and I'd like to write the words for it. Um, particularly if I've got a lot of other stuff to do at the same time, uh, I don't want to in, indulge this person's hobby. I have to be absolutely honest. I I'd, I'd want rather work for people who are completely unsuccessful, but they are they want to make a. They want to be a success in music. In, in music, you know, they want they they want to be professional. They are professionals. It's a it's a big it's a big because I remember you said you, you you did your first live gig at thirty eight, right? Did you did, first did, real? Uh, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the um, and uh, uh, I I imagine that um, that since you since then your perspectives have changed a little bit on on, on being a musician and how, how what it, it sort of. Took over, as it were, your existence. I could imagine. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's true. And 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 that's 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 the way it has to be. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 you. It's it's great to be a a, a fantastic pianist and 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 
a fantastic pianist studying architecture, or studying medicine, or studying anything. That's absolutely great, and you, should, I, you can enjoy that. And the people, people listening to you, you can always, you can always um, have a great time entertaining people at parties. But I, I'm really interested in people want to make a living out of out of out of making music. That you know, it's the only thing. It has it's to be great, the only great, great to hear that. Very good to hear that. Um, I guess that in at some point in your career, you uh, were you ever, um, let's say, forced to take that kind of gig, just in order to 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 have an income. Uh, I've been lucky in as much as <laughs> I've done a couple of. Um, To earn money, what have I? I I've, I've worked occasionally as a. Uh, in, in, this is in the 70s. Uh, I worked a couple of times as as a um, still photographer for a film, for a film, for a small film company, independent film company. I've translated uh, film scripts for. As it was then, I don't know, six hundred, six hundred, or a thousand marks a throw. That's um, quite quite hard work, and uh, uh, you know, film scenarios. I I did that, but I I haven't I wasn't uh, I no I I haven't um, dri driven a taxi or worked at McDonald's or so so, so got, got nothing against doing that, but I luckily I didn't have to do it, and I I. Uh, after I was finished at university in Wales, three wonderful years, I immediately went back to music um, and started the first professional band with John Webb and a couple of other guys. So didn't really do anything else. I find it interesting that um, the... the The, the the main gig that wasn't directly connected with music has been my family. That, that that's the that's the main thing. Uh, um, really, that's the uh, that's the project that uh, uh, the big project distracts me most. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very thankful for it, Richard. So. Um... We've already talked for over two hours. Um, oh dear, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's been great. You, I just, this is why I asked you if you're going to edit it because I know I do get carried away. Uh, the the uh, I do start rambling on. It's also a question of age, of course. <laughs> you're inclined to get this verbal diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. No, you know this. Sorry. For sorry. me, this this format is uh, allows that kind of diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I wanted to ask you one last question. And, you know, like I didn't get to ask you uh, anything about your, you know, your like music making in Germany. That's something we maybe can talk about at some other uh, time, really. But um, you said something very interesting that you, you said the your favorite songs are the ones where... I mean, uh, I'm not sure if you said like the songs were simple, but you were certainly talking about your contribution, the lyrics. Um, yeah. 
your favorite works. What is your definition of simplicity, if I may ask? <laughs> well, I think that's, you, uh, that's not difficult to explain. I, when, um, I, I, have to, uh, I have to draw on examples of, of, of great singers who, let's say, McCartney, I don't know, you, there, there, there are several, lots of them, yeah. Nat King yeah. Cole, Sinatra, who talk to you, who actually, they're speaking to you. It's like they're uh, talking to you directly um, in, in their songs. And if you can, if you can write, if you, to, to, to be able to write a, a lyric that's so, that, that, that can be directly communicated in this way, um, uh, and it's 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 it, it, it's it's simple in, in as much as that, that that every listener understands it. It's 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 not the Night Watch, which is about seventeenth century Holland. It's a, a, a direct statement that that uh, a good singer can can. It's like the singer is then talking to his audience, and that's the kind. That's for me the the, the ideal that, that that you reach, and of course. Based on a melody, which is makes it even easier to communicate, you know, or uh, um, yeah, yeah. Beatles that's one. That, that's wonderful. I mean, that's maybe like the first first explanation or definition, let's say, of simplicity that satisfies me. <laughs> somehow because i I, okay. i like i like to ask this question uh, to people because there's always this this idea about something is simple or you know i also the, the i know that the, the the term simplicity the idea of simplicity is um uh sometimes uh, sometimes people aren't honest when they, 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 they or, or or people don't actually mean simple um, but I'm trying not to be coquettish with this this term. I I I, I like songs that that talk to me, that that uh, that speak to me directly, and 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 uh, that's what that's what pop music's all about for me. I think uh, this 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 uh, direct direct communication. I mean, other aspects as well, but as far as the lyrics are concerned, it should be. It's also I mean, it's also nice when. Uh, Joni Mitchell sings her diary and tells us all about her uh, uh, love affairs wrapped up in poetic language. But in a way, that 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 comes under simplicity for me too, because she's being absolutely honest and direct about it. There's a couple of lines that that uh, are very are very simple. Uh, I, 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 that that speak that speak. Volumes. She's a master. Sometimes in in some Leonard Cohen songs, there are there are lines that 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 contain a universe. Or Dylan says on his new album, "I contain multitudes." Right, and and and, and he he also brings multitudes to its expression. But that's not simple. That's. Um, um, It, it, 
in fact, that is actually literature. But this is another discussion, isn't it's it? Another, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you but so thank much. Thank you for your interest. I'm, I'm greatly flattered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I rambled on for so long. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I'm really happy that we've uh, uh, found each other now, and I hope yeah, we well, get, I, a, I hope get a chance to meet again. Get together on a, on a more practical basis, right? Uh, yes. uh, sometime in the, in the new year. Yes. When the world comes back to life again, as I hope it will. Right? Yeah, let's keep our fingers keep crossed. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Give my. Give your, give your, give the give deine Tochter ein Bussi von mir. Okay. <laughs> das mache ich. <laughs> okay. Tschüss. Bye bye. Bye bye.